Good morning and welcome to 164 episode of Miracle World today. This is part 75 of World and Wisdom. We are beginning from Wisdom line number 392. Do you not know that the angels are your servants waiting to be deployed for your good? So it is a blunder to be blessed with a a, a life-giving grace, yet not deployed, and to be blessed with a a ministering spirit, yet not put to work to serve your interests. Your angels are waiting for your command. Put them to work. If you read the book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14, it says, and are not the angels ministering spirits sent to save those who we inherit salvation? The Bible says the angels are ministering spirits, and they are save, send, you know, they are sent to save those who we inherit salvation. Now you are the inheritors. We are the inheritors of salvation. <laughs> we are the ones sent to inherit salvation. Now, these angels were sent to minister. Now, ministering spirit, what does it mean to minister? To save, to service, to take care of, to nurture, you know. So, these angels are sent to save us. Many of you today have your angels. Your angels are jobless. God, God have given an, an, an angel, have assigned an angel to every believer. You have, there's, a, there's an angel for every believer. But many of you, your angels are jobless. They are not doing anything. They are pleading with you to, uh, to give them a duty, to assign them to something. We do not know how to deploy our angel. We do not know how to you know, command them, to put them to, to work. Hello, somebody. Your angels are waiting for your command. They are your servants. So you've got to understand that if you do not ask your angels to go out and do something, they will not do it. In the Bible's time, most of the time we find that God, the Lord somebody, was commanding the angels to do stuff. In the book of Matthew 4, verse 11, the Bible says, The devil left him, and the angels came and ministered to him. You see, you see, when the devil who, were tempted, who was tempting Jesus left, the Bible said the angels came and ministered to him. So the angel of God is there to minister to you. In fact, there was a time Jesus Christ said, if, if he wanted the angels, his father would send his, you know, many angels at his disposal to knock down the devil, to knock down those who were crucifying him. <laughs> You've got to understand that God sends the angel to work before they will go out. No, they will, they will, they will, they will, they will go to work. The angels will never do anything unless you command them to do something. So you must learn, you know, to, 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 to use your angel. You must learn to put them to work. How would you have enough grace and yet you're not using those grace? <laughs> yeah, those grace are not imparting your life. I repeat again, do you not know that the angels are your servants waiting to be de- deployed for your good? So it is, it, it is a blunder to be blessed with a life-giving grace, yet not deployed, and to be blessed with a law, a ministering spirit, yet not put to work to serve your interests. Your angels are waiting for your command. Put them to work.
Glory to God. Word of, word of wisdom number number 393. 393. Those who do not remember to value or esteem their leaders would never consider the outcome of their way of life. How much more to imitate them? Because you cannot effectively learn from a leader whom you do not esteem. Glory to God. I hope you heard that line of wisdom very clearly. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 7, the Bible says, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. How can you imitate the faith of your leaders? If you do not know how to remember them, how to value them, you know, you cannot, you know, if you do not remember to value your leaders, you cannot learn anything from them. You cannot think of their faith how much more. Because how would you learn from the faith of a man or a woman whom you do not value, whom you do not esteem? It is important to know that if you must learn from people that are ahead of you, one of the first principles you must employ is the principle of honor. It's learning to honor those people. You cannot attract what you do not celebrate. Most of you too, today that are that you are you are men uh, you are prone to dishonoring leaders or those who speak into your life. The truth of the matter, their ways uh, or their way of life will not be effective in your own life. Why? Because you do not value them, you do not esteem them. Hello, somebody. I repeat again. Those who do not remember to value or esteem their leaders would never consider the outcome of their way of life. How much more to imitate them? Because you cannot effectively learn from a leader whom you do not esteem. That is biblical truth. And you must put this in your heart. So if you are under any leader right now, I want you to know whatever they are saying will not affect your life positively. Because if you don't value them, the first key to be receiving or to be able to impart it by, you know, by a leader with a ministry, a gifting of a leader. Somebody, the knowledge of a leader is by honoring them. Glory to God. In this nation, we have lost the culture of honor. And that's the biggest problem here in New Zealand. Word of wisdom number 395. Word of wisdom number 394, sorry. Now, Rabakuhu the art of perseverance is always foreign to untrained folks. The art of perseverance is always foreign to untrained and unproven folks. Thus, it is foolishness to expect individuals who have not been tested in their faith work to grow perseverance. Show me your achievement and I will describe your dimension of perseverance. In the book of James chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says, because you know that the testing of your faith develops patience. The testing of your faith develops patience. It grows patience. If your faith has not been tested, hello somebody, if your faith has not been tried <laughs> and proven, you cannot develop what? Perseverance. Perseverance is for people, men and women, who has been tried and tested. Hello somebody. You cannot be determined, you cannot be persistent, you cannot be consistent if you have not been tested, if you have not been tried. 
and people that have tested today and people that have, have done something, people that have been in line of making things happen. If you haven't achieved anything before, you cannot have the stamina of perseverance. What gives you perseverance is learning to push beyond your boundaries, beyond your norms, beyond your, you know, beyond what you, you normally have strength to do. Hello, somebody. And Revelation chapter 13 verse 10 says, If anyone is destined for captivity, into captivity we go. If anyone is to die by the sword, by the sword he must be killed. Here is a call. Watch that. That's my. That's what I'm looking for. Here is a call for the perseverance and 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 faith of the saints. After the re- the angels revealed these things in Revelation, he said, "Now these things I have revealed to you is a call for determination, for consistency, and for faith of the saints." Glory to God. I repeat again: the art of perseverance is always foreign to untrained folks. Task. It is foolishness to expect individuals who has not been tested in their walk to grow perseverance. Show me your achievement and I will describe your dimension of perseverance. If you haven't achieved nothing, you will not have perseverance. If you haven't made anything happen before, you will never persevere. How can you have determination if you've not been able to determine <laughs> anything in the past? Start showing determination right now. Don't give in all the time. Don't give up all the time. Don't cry all the time. There may be some sometimes you've got to be strong. Am I talking to somebody? So, now word of wisdom number 395. It is possible you may not be successful on your first trial, whatever it may be. Therefore, you might try again to achieve maximum result. Therefore, you, may, you might try again to achieve maximum result. Can I say it is not unheard of to redo things which you have previously done? In fact, life is a journey of continuous experiment. Don't give up. A lot of you today, you easily give up at one trial. Maybe you tried it, you tried it before and it never worked and you give in and you give up. Who told you that your life will always work at one trial? Your journey will always be successful at one trial. Your plan will always be successful at one trial. It doesn't happen like that. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 10 verse 11 says, And they told me, you must prophesy again. The word again is, look, that has been done before. A prophecy has been given before. Now, when the Bible says, and they told me, Revelation 10, 10, 11, they told me, you must prophesy again about many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. You must prophesy again, meaning you've done this before, do it again. Many of you do not know how to repeat things again. Just because the first one fell doesn't mean it is going to fail. Your first marriage have cracked. Hello, somebody. Your first business collapsed. You were abusing your first job. Doesn't mean the second one will not work. But the enemy have given you, you know, the greatest disease that hinders men from trying is fear. Fear is the greatest disease. And many of you today are fearful. You are fearful of the future. Fearful of and Fearful of everything. Fearful of driving. Fearful of flying. But psychologists have told us that 85% of what we fear does not actually exist. And that 15% that does exist as a child of God, you have the power, the anointing, the oil, the grace, the temerity to be able to overcome those things. 
Do you not know that the hand of God is on your life? Do you not know that the power of God is on your life? Do you not know that he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world? Why are you fearful of trying again? Why are you fearful of prophesying again? You lay hands before. Sometimes I've laid hands on people and they told me they are still feeling the sickness. And I lay again and they told me they're still feeling the sickness. I lay again and I see God moving. Do you remember that did you remember that when Jesus Christ lay hands on that man that was blind? The guy say ask him can you see the young man say I can see men like three. The Bible say said Jesus Christ have to relay his hands to him again. Hello somebody. When Jesus Christ used more than put it into his eyes. I said what can you see? Say, I can see men like three. The Bible say he lay hands on him again and he begin to see clearly, you know, clearly. From time to time, you will redo that thing again. You have to try that in again. Even though it has failed in the past, doesn't mean it will fail again. This time, the grace of God will go with you. God will grace your life all the way to make that thing happen. Some of you that are giving up right now, hear me and hear me well. The Lord says the reason that didn't fail before is because he was trying to build the perseverance in you, you know, determination, consistency. He want to build some muscles in you so that when you face higher Egyptians you will not give in for the fact that the first one fell doesn't mean it will fail again and i came to let you know this morning that it will not fail again in the name of Jesus now i repeat it is possible you may not be successful on your first trial you know whatever it may be therefore you might try again to achieve maximum result can i say It is not unheard of to redo things which you have previously done. In fact, life is a journey of continuous experiment. Don't give up. This is the word of God for you today. And I hope that somebody is blessed. Lord, I want to thank you for everyone that have listened to this word or that will be listening. May you impart their life their now with this word of wisdom. May this world become a remarkable life-changing world in their soul, spirit and body. In Jesus name. Amen. This is Apostle Prince Blessing Chikizi, the senior minister of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. God bless you. Bye.